Today, I'm going to teach you how to let it go, and I'm not even going to sing a Disney song in the process. You're welcome. We're here on the Fearless Investor Podcast. Let's get to it. I believe true wealth cannot be measured by your income. It is instead measured by your availability of choices, especially the choice to live life on your terms. I also believe there are many ways to create wealth, but one thing is for certain. You have to have a laser focus on one path. My path, Airbnb, but I also believe in education and expanding your mind. Education helps you take off the blinders of life and see opportunities you never saw before. Join me on this journey of learning how to create wealth in Airbnb, real estate, and so many more investment strategies. Together, we can conquer the world of investing. My name is Kyle Stanley, and this is the Fearless Investor Podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome into the Fearless Investor Podcast. You're listening to me, Kyle Stanley, and we're talking today about control and how to let go. And uh, before we get into this, I want to make sure that you are plugged into our Facebook group. Are you in that Airbnb Masterminds Facebook group? It's growing on a daily basis by almost 100 people. It's crazy, uh, but tons of information to help you grow an Airbnb business and also how to automate it, how to build it, how to scale it, all of the above. And it's absolutely free. Just go to facebook.com and search for Airbnb Masterminds. Really simple. So Today, we're talking about letting go of control, and I got this idea because we had a, a clubhouse room really recently, and there was a lot of not just things that we were talking about, uh, but also things that I was picking up, and I got some really great uh, ideas, and I just was like, you know what? I want to share this with you guys. I want to share this with the people that are maybe not on clubhouse. If you're not on clubhouse, by the way, you should get on there. Great way to learn and digest content, um, but one of the things that I want to really encourage you right now is to just think about that one thing that you need to release control of in order to grow. And when I say that, I'm talking about that one thing that you know that is really comfortable for you to default back to, but in the back of your mind, every time you go to do that task or do that project or do that job, you just keep thinking to yourself, I bet if I just let someone else do this, I could be a lot more productive and reach my goals a lot faster. Or maybe you're not even thinking that. And today's episode might really train you to start changing your mindset. And so, you know, I want to talk about, first of all, the, the old mindset, right? The way of which we have been taught growing up. How many of you have heard, if you want to get a job done, you got to do it right yourself, or you got to do it yourself. If you want to get a job done right, you got to do it yourself. See, I can't even say it right because I, 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 it's so far in the back of my mind now uh, that I don't even think about it anymore, but that's wrong. That's wrong. Okay. If you think you have to do it yourself in order to get it done right, that is wrong. And we need to get you out of that mindset. And it took me a long time to get out of that mindset too, because I grew up, um, being taught exactly that, just probably like you, that if you want to get something done right, you might as well do it yourself. And to me, the new way of thinking is if you want to get more done, then outsource it, hire it out, get someone else to do it. Because at the end of the day, if you're listening to this podcast and you're considering yourself, let's say an entrepreneur or someone that is trying to build a business, your job is not to do it right yourself. Your job is to get more done and to do it right every time. And when you try to do everything yourself, it actually holds you back from doing things the right way. Because 
it's just like everyone says, right? It's the, it's the master of none and the jack of all trades. If you're trying to do everything yourself, you're not mastering anything. You might, you may have used to be really good at it, but now you have so many things on your plate. You're juggling so many different things that all these things are falling through the cracks now. And suddenly what you used to think you were really good at, um, and you probably were really good at, actually, you're not so good at it anymore. So I guess the question that we have here is how do we let go of control? How do we say, okay, well, there's this one thing that I'm doing every day that I know I'm really good at and I know would be really tough for me to get rid of, but if I could just let go of that, holy cow, my business could soar. So things like in real estate, for example, could be being the source of your leads. If you're the one that's doing all the cold calling and you're the one that's going and having all the conversations with the sellers and you're the one that's building the buyer's list, if we're talking about just wholesaling in general right now, that is a really tough place to be. And that is going to be something that holds you back from growing because if you have to make 700 calls a day in order to find a lead, um, there's, I'm willing to bet there's more important things you could be doing. And especially in today's world, just like my friend Stratton Brown, he's got a uh, virtual assistance business called Magicians that literally does that for you and does it at a very affordable price and can be done at a very affordable price to make you more money so that you can focus on things that'll grow your business, like relationships, like putting money into education so that you can 10x what you even understand and know about your business so that you can go out and do more uh, deals. So that would be a form of letting go. If we're talking about Airbnb, are you responding to your guests? Are you talking to guests right now? Are you um, setting up your calendar? Are you pricing everything yourself? Are you uh, doing the setups? Are you making and building the furniture and shopping for the furniture? If you're doing those things, you have to let go of control. So how do we get past these? It, it, to me, it's not the task, it's the mindset. It's not how do we let go of the task, it's how do we let go of this mindset that's holding us back from letting go of control. So, because black and white, like, yeah, you know, it sounds really easy. Hey, outsource VAs, but what are all the things that start to come in your mind? Well, I'm really good at cold calling. And so like, what if they don't have the answer to this? And that might've been a really good lead. And suddenly now that lead is gone. My VA turned them off and yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm going to keep doing it myself or, you know, Hey, um, for Airbnb well, you know, what, what if my VA doesn't respond to a guest fast enough, or what if my interior designer doesn't try to get the same furniture as me and it, it's just going to destroy the whole business, right? So I, I just might as well just keep doing it myself, right? Those are the things that, these are the mental blocks that we have to get past. And some other ones that I think just in general, okay? Now we're talking about in general. If you own a business and you're thinking to yourself, mental blocks, things that you need to let go of, here's some of the top ones to me. Number one, your business is your baby, right? You have this thing that you're coddling and you're like, if I let go of this baby, that is going to be really bad for the baby, okay? Um, another thing, that no one else is going to do it as well as I can. No one else is going to be able to take on this task and do it to the level of which I do it, right? That's another one that I'm sure you're all probably thinking. <clears throat> no one will do it as fast as me. Maybe they'll do it as well as me, but they're not going to do it as fast as me. Sorry, guys. Got a frog in my throat. Okay, so business is my baby. No one will do it as good as me or well as me. 
No one will do it as fast as me. Um, how about it will cost me money to get someone else to do it, right? That's another one. People always say, well, eh, I don't have the money to hire someone. I don't have the money to go out and find an assistant. They're too expensive. Um, I don't have the money to hire someone that's outside like, like a you know contractor. I got to, here's a big one in Airbnb. I don't have the money to outsource to an interior designer. So I got to go do all the work and save the two to $3,000 and just do it myself. Okay. Um, and I'm going over all the negatives right now, or the, the mindsets that are holding us back. I'm going to get into the, how we change those here in a little bit, but um, how about it? It takes too long to find someone. And then I got to teach them after thinking about all that time and hours and hours, maybe hundreds of hours, holy cow, I might as well just keep doing it myself because I know it's going to get done right. I know it's going to get done fast and I don't have to teach it to anyone. And I'm not a very good teacher anyway. And it's just, I get way too impatient. So I'm just not going to hire anyone. At the end of the day, all of these things not only are holding you back, they're absolutely 100% false. And I'm sorry if you are sitting there on the other side of this listening and thinking to yourself, well, Kyle doesn't know my business. I, I'm, I'm speaking to everyone that is the rule. Um, sure, there's exceptions to everything, but I'm willing to bet, even if you think you're an exception to this, ask the people around you, okay? If you are a business owner, um, you are probably sitting there right now with at least one employee or one um, contractor that you work with as a team pretty consistently. And if you can pull them and you can ask them, hey, you think there's anything that I should not be doing that will help us to grow faster? I bet you they're going to tell you, you know what? Now that you give me permission to tell you, you probably shouldn't be doing X, Y, and Z. I can take that on. Or, hey, I think you should easily be able to have someone else go do that. Meanwhile, you can go and do more money-making activities. I would ask someone that's close to you. Maybe they're not even in your business. Maybe it's your spouse. Maybe your spouse or your best friend or your someone that you're really close to that sees the efforts that you're putting in on a daily basis to your business and thinking, well, they're not asking me for this, but I'm thinking in my head as the outsider, like oh, if they just stop trying to do everything in their business and started working on their business, wow, they could just explode. And here's what that looks like. I bet you there's someone in your life and there's not someone in your life. You need to get someone in your life that's going to teach you that and show you that and not, maybe even not teach you, just identify that. Um, that is a true friend. That's a true mentor that is able to show you those things. But in the meantime, why don't we tackle all of the things that I just mentioned right now? So the first thing I mentioned was, well, my business is my baby. And let's actually talk about your business as a baby right now, okay? Um, sometimes, sorry, moms and dads out there, but sometimes as parents, little too biased to know exactly what's best for your baby, okay? So let's just say, for example, that you are a restaurant owner and you think in order for my restaurant to do as well as it should do, I have to be at that restaurant 24-7. People love seeing me. They love my energy. If they show up and I'm not there, then they don't have that experience that they were expecting. That is absolutely wrong. Um, you might get that with the regulars, but in order to grow your business, being inside of your four walls of a restaurant is not where you need to be. Where you need to be is out 
about and spreading the good word and spreading the good news about your restaurant and doing radio ads or doing radio spots and doing TV spots and getting on podcasts and getting on local um local forms of media and advertisement to talk about your restaurant, not to be in the restaurant. You can't grow when you're inside. You have to grow from the outside. So that's just one good example of we think we know what's best um, and we think we're protecting our business, right? When actually we're hurting it. So how do we equate this maybe to Airbnb um, or to real estate? So if I think that in order for me and my baby to be so good and produce so much fruit that I have to be doing, again, I, go, I refer back to the, the guest communication. I have to be the one communicating with the guests. If I don't communicate with the guests, then my business crumbles. No, that's not the case. If you communicate with your guests, you're working inside the business. You're not able to blow it up. You're not able to expand it because you're so busy working inside of it. You're actually hurting it from growing. You're not protecting it. You're holding it back from doing anything. You know, I can kind of equate this too to like, you know, if we're actually talking about a kid right now, how many parents, and I'm sorry, parents, if this is you, but how many parents don't let their kids battle their own or take on their own battles? And they go and they take on the battles for the kids and they think they're protecting their kids when at the end of the day, it's actually holding their kid back from ever learning how to deal with controversy. And so for that reason, the kid grows up thinking, I hate controversy. I never want to deal with it. And suddenly, whenever there's any sort of fight, they shrivel up into a shell. It's the same thing with your business. If you never let your business grow and you never let yourself get out of sight of your business and let it do its thing while you go grow the business, it's going to be the same thing. So that, that was basically, if you're thinking my business is my baby, how do we get out of that mindset? It's to get into the mindset that if you're working in it, you're not letting it grow. Um, what about, well, no one will do it as well as me. No one's going to do it nearly as well as me. I mean, I'm, I'm absolutely the best at this. So I'll, I'll back this up with a story. When I brought on an assistant and I told them, hey, you're going to be now in charge of managing cleaners, scheduling vendors, Vendors would be the handymen, the cleaners, the interior designers, and guest communication. You're in charge of all three of those. Our star rating in Airbnb went from a low 4.8 to a 4.9 in a matter of two or three months. And guys, at the time, we had over 500 reviews. Today, we have over 1,000 reviews, and we're still at a 4.9 star rating. What I'm trying to share with you here is that by removing myself, you know how at the beginning, I talked about being a a master of none and a jack of all trades. That's what I was. I was a jack of all trades, trying to manage cleaners, trying to um, talk to guests. Oh, by the way, I was doing a flipping business as well. And I was trying to manage uh, projects for, for flips. Um, I was trying to figure out if I wanted to get into wholesaling. I was, I was trying to do all these different things while having a podcast, while having a YouTube channel. Do you think that that might kind of spread me thin a little bit? Yeah, it absolutely does. So in order for this business, this Airbnb business to actually perform the way it was supposed to perform, I had to say, I need to unload some of these tasks that are now falling between the cracks. And I noticed that guest communication, although it was what I was really good at, um, was holding me back from really focusing on the main thing. And it was making me forget about cleanings. We actually missed a couple cleanings. 
And um, I just was, I found myself like always being anxious of like, oh, did I hire that person to go there? Did I, uh, did I tell that person to go over there? And it was filling up all this headspace so that I couldn't focus on what the main thing was. And that was creating relationships and finding leads to go and get new properties. So this whole no one will do it well as well as me, it's, it's just false. I was in this clubhouse the other day, someone brought up, they said, well, no one's going to do it as well as me. And their mentor said, well, yeah, but your 100% is like most people's 150%. So like the fact that someone might do it at 70% of what you're going to do uh, means that basically, you know, it's, it's going to be like doing that at 100%. And I didn't really agree with that because I don't think that that I think that's that's naive to think that hey you are the best person for that job and we weren't talking about something really really specific here we were talking about cleanings and having this high expectation for setting up and staging the place and that is that is a that's a labor uh, intensive job that can be taught very easily to someone. So to say that I'm the best at that and I have to do that, and you know um, I'm going to be at 100% where someone someone 70% is still better than the rest. I think there is someone that can do it just as well, if not better than you, and can bring new fresh ideas to the table. Um, you just and where that conversation ended up going was you just have to be able to cast vision for the people that you're bringing in so that they see growth. The number one and number two things in and we're getting off on a little bit of a tangent here, but I think this is important to know. Number one and number two uh, motivating factors when someone comes into um, either their own business or someone else's business is, do I have room to grow? And am I a part of something bigger? And so if you have a business and you feel like the people aren't doing the job, you probably aren't bringing them into a culture in which is showing them that there's room for growth and they're a part of something bigger than themselves or a part of something bigger than even just yourself. So cast that vision. Hey, here's where we are now. Here's where we, were, where we were a year ago, but here's where we're going. And every time we get a new property, every time we add a new person, every time we get a new deal, here's how you grow with us. And so that that's exciting, right? So anyway, um, casting that vision, I think is going to be a big thing for finding the right people to do the job as well, if not better than you. No one's going to do it as fast as me. Okay. So change that to no one's going to do it as fast as me yet. Okay. It can be taught. And let me give you a really good example. We had a cleaner who the first time she went to clean did not do a very good job. And my assistant called me and she was like, oh, I, I don't know if we should hire this person. And I knew the person, I knew her work ethic. And I said, listen, give her a shot. Let's see what happens. Maybe she just really wanted to get things so, so right the first time that she was overdoing it. Well, guess what? Now today, she's our number one cleaner. Sometimes she'll do as many as four cleanings a day. I'm not even joking. She's done four cleanings in one day in a five to six hour period, which is just unheard of. Um, but she started off doing it very slowly. What took us an hour was taking her four hours. And then it was taking her three. And then it was taking her two. And then it was taking her one. And now she's even got it to the point where she's doing it faster than us. So when you say... No one will do it as fast as me. Just add the word yet, okay? No one will do it as fast as me yet, all right? You can teach it. You can absolutely show them how to do it faster than you. Oh, it's going to cost me money. We talked about that one too. It's going to cost me money. How about it's going to make you money? Let's change that word cost to make. It's going to make you money. And what do I mean by this? So you could go mow your lawn and save $50, right? 
But what if you took that same hour or two hours and you tried to make money instead? I'm willing to bet, especially if you're in real estate or Airbnb or any form of investing, that one hour of your time is going to make you much more than $50, okay? And if it hasn't yet, if that's not a place that you're at, then you need to keep on working on education. You need to keep on working on your mind. You need to keep on taking action so that you can get to that point where your time, your hour is actually valued at a certain amount. Anytime, anytime that something is going to cost me right around $200 per hour, I outsource it. I say, it's not worth my time because I know that if I take that same hour and I put it towards something that I could make more than $200 an hour, I know I could create a new system in our business that will allow us to add on five more properties. I know I could go make a new relationship with someone that will bring me two more leads. I know I can go and have, a, you know, do another podcast or do another webinar or, um, bring on another guest or something that will bear fruit for me versus, hey, I'm going to save $200 and I'm going to just go do this myself. This is the kind of mindset that you have to have as a, as a switch and a shift, but you have to put a value on that. So um, in my mind, anything that costs over that $200 mark, I'm going to do myself. Anything that costs under that $200 mark, I'm going to just go ahead and outsource it per hour. Per hour is what I'm talking about. So for me, one thing that just happened was we finally, finally outsourced our accounting. We took, it, it really like just kind of came up and creeped up on me out of nowhere. Um, in November, we added on all these properties. I think you know about that. You've probably heard the story. We added on about 16 properties between August to November, uh, July to November, somewhere around there. And in the process of doing that, suddenly I went from, you know, having invoices to send to four or five landlords to like suddenly 12 to 13. And it was just like, oh my gosh, the first and the second of the month now feel like a full-time job for me two days in a row. We're talking 15 hours of accounting. And, and I got to this point like two months, three months in where I was just like, why am I doing this? Holy cow, what, what's the price of a bookkeeper? And I called up a bookkeeper and they said, okay, for these two businesses, it's $1,200 a month. And I'm like, all right, so combined two businesses, that's 20 hours. That's $60 an hour. That's an easy decision. We're outsourcing this thing. Not to mention all the time that she's also going to send my, or uh, save my assistant, where my assistant is now no longer going to have to pay people, the accountant's going to pay people for her. And now suddenly my assistant has more time to take on more of my responsibilities that I need to outsource. Um, so it's this snowball that we're suddenly, okay, yeah, from the outside, ooh, it hurts $1,200 an hour. That's, that's a lot of money. But from, from the, that's from the inside. From the outside perspective, though, it's that $1,200, if I get one more Airbnb property, not even one that I own. I'm talking about co-hosting or arbitraging. I think I get one, it pays for the owner or for the, for the uh, accountant. Then uh, by taking, call it two or three hours off of my assistant, now all these menial little tasks, well, maybe I just say, okay, now that we've taken that off your shoulders, let's, let's have you do this instead and replace it and take more time off of me to once again, be able to have those two or three hours back to go create a new relationship that's going to bear more fruit. Do you see this snowball that kind of happens when you change that mindset of it costs money to it'll help me make money? Okay, so that's the next thing. Then 
it takes too long to find someone to teach them. I'd rather just do it myself. This is now, instead of we're talking about an investment of money, we're talking about an investment of time. So where the money hurts with the outsourcing of the accountant, where that hurts to spend the $1,200, I see that it bears fruit to be able to make extra money per hour that I'm now saving. Um, how about now it's, hey, yeah, I'm going to probably put in, call it 5, 10, 15 hours right now to get this person trained up. But in the future, that's going to help me save three, four, five hours a week over the course of a month. That's 20 hours a month over the course of an entire year. That's 240 hours that I've just bought myself back by investing a little bit more time into someone. So instead of thinking it's going to take you time, how about it's going to be an investment of time? So I hope these things have helped you change your mindset a little bit, but I want to end this with asking, what's the one thing that you're ready to release control of now? So I asked you in the beginning, what's the one thing that you would like or that you think is holding you back and that you're holding on to control? But what's the one thing now that you would like to release control of? And I'm going to just take the time to share with you what I think I need to release control of. Um, I deleted, here's the things I have released control of recently. I already told you about accounting, but I also deleted Airbnb from my phone recently. I've turned off all notifications and that has been such a relieving feeling. This is for the Fresno properties. We're now duplicating this in Arizona. We're looking for someone that's going to do it in Arizona. So I'm, I'm tag teaming the Arizona properties, but that's only four properties right now. So um, as we look for someone, long story short, 32 properties are now longer uh, now no longer a, a burden for me and, a, and, a, and an anxiety of having to be near my phone. I've had that completely shifted over to automated opportunities that has allowed me to release control of that. And that was a really scary thing, guys. That was an incredibly scary thing. But what I found is that when I did that, things started working better. Um, there was no longer multiple messages going out from different people. There was no longer me micromanaging. There was no longer uh, me like jumping in and being like, hey, are you ever going to respond to that? No, nothing like that anymore. And, and guess what? We've still been doing great. And if not even better, I would say we're doing better so far. So what I need to do now is I need to release and release me of my position. And I got this from um, Sean. I don't even want to try to pronounce his last name. I'm a big fan of his, but I've never known how to pronounce his last name. He's the Airbnb automated guy. Um, and he's actually gonna be on the show here in a, uh, in a few days, but um, Sean on this clubhouse the other day, he literally said that he introduces himself to people, to clients as the uh, marketing. What did he say? It was like marketing salesman or marketing rep of the company. He's the CEO. He's the founder. This guy has over a hundred units and has an incredibly automated business that anytime he meets someone, he could easily be like, yes, I own the business and I um, will help you. And I will. Be. And what that does and what I've realized that it's done for me is it's made me the go-to guy. And so when people have questions, people have issues that are clients of ours, they feel like I got to call Kyle to get the response. Now we've done a pretty good job of directing them to uh, my assistant. But now what I'm seeing is, holy cow, if someone is referred to me, I, should be, I shouldn't be saying, yes, I'm the founder and I'm the head manager. I should be saying, I, yes, that's right. I'm the client liaison. I am, um, I'm going to be your, your introductory to our business. After me, I'm going to pass you off to, um, to my assistant and she'll take you from there. These are the things that I need to start doing 
in order to relieve me in my position and being the top of the totem pole in order for me to have both time freedom to live life, but time freedom to be able to um, build the business even further out. Because if I'm the person that lives and dies, and, and by the way, this is another thing to just leave you with. If you are the person that this business lives and dies with, not only is that scary, it's selfish. Think about that for a second. If you were to die tomorrow, which is a scary thing, I mean, maybe you not even die. Maybe tomorrow you go mute. Tomorrow you lose all use of your limbs. Tomorrow, everything that you can do today, you no longer can do. What happens to your business? And if it dies, if it fizzles out, now you have people that were relying on the business income that no longer, you know, employees that are going to be out of the job. You have contractors that are out of the job. You had uh, clients that you were serving that are no longer making the money that they deserve. You have clients on the guest sides of things that are no longer able to stay at your place and have a great experience. Um, and from a real estate investing side, you know, I know people who are doing no large number of flips that are employing realtors and lenders and contractors and um, escrow officers. If that person goes away and dies, does their business die with them? And that is the definition of an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur is not someone who just owns a business. It's a business that runs and operates and grows without them ever being present. So think about that. I hope this was something that really resonates with you guys. And I hope that you will comment on this video with the one thing that you're ready to release control of. Um, if you're listening on the podcast, leave us a review, specifically mention this episode and say that, you know, you like that episode and here's the one thing you're working on releasing. Um, that would be really interesting to me. And, it, and if this speaks to you as well, and you want to have a conversation, I love when people reach out to me on Instagram at fearless Kyle. Uh, get into my DMs and let's talk about this. What's the one thing that you're trying to release control of in order to grow? Um, this is just a really fun topic for me. I hope it's something that hit you guys at the core. I hope it's something that will help you to continue to conquer the world of investing. Thanks so much. Again, join our Facebook group, Airbnb Masterminds. Just search Airbnb Masterminds on Facebook. We'd love to see you there. All right, have a great one.